Hello, my name is Ollie and I will be your host for today and welcome back to Mixed Talk. Today Jazz will not be available for this podcast because she has other things going on in her life and that is alright, you know, life happens and you know the motto, we move. However, my boyfriend Simon decided to come and join us as a guest today and I will be asking him some questions that some people have sent me a little DM um, wondering different things and hopefully he will answer. He has no idea what I am going to ask him today. He looks a little bit nervous but yeah, you can introduce yourself, who you are and what you like and what you want other people to know about you. You put me on the spot there. I don't know. No. <laughs> okay, let's go. What's um? What's your name? Obviously, I've said that before, but Seaman. Seaman. <laughs> um, what do you like to do? Uh, gaming. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't expected expecting to have to introduce myself here. Uh, like gaming, like watching anime, manga manga all of the nerdy stuff all of the nerdy stuff i've been listening to a lot of audiobooks lately that you have you have do you want to talk a little bit about your audiobooks nah. no um any games that you like playing i'm trying something called baldo which is heavily glitched and totally broken but the concept is cool so i kind of want to keep playing it but it's completely broken so still so yeah yeah no yeah that game looks quite um, interesting just because i've seen you around playing it and it has the weirdest glitches like you can't walk up some stairs and falling through the world is quite common yeah and what else the others like small glitches that i don't know how you're doing it but if you're having fun that ain't none of my business Mm. um anything else um how has your week been? Even though I have been with you... Uh, I sold my house. You did sell your house. apartment. <laughs> yes, you did. How did that feel? Amazing. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> how did how did it feel to, like, the ante- anticipation of selling your house? How did that build up? How did it feel? Like, what did you have to do? Who did you have to talk to? Do you want to talk us a little bit around how you did it? I do not understand the question. How did you like? How did you? How did it feel to watch your house for someone else to come inside it and view it and kind of putting it out on the spot? What tag? Kind I didn't of... mind that at all. Did not it was mind. Just that. stressful having to get it ready. Fair I had enough. To paint, uh, paint a lot and clean a lot. So, but I, I don't really care about having strangers in the house. All right. Brings up to a question of. Um, I was supposed to ask you this um, at the end, but since we're at the topic. Um, so basically, um, the situation is is that we are going to move up to, Os- to Oslo uh, in Norway, obviously. But anyways, uh, it's mostly because of me. Um, I need to get a new job. I've just finished studying, as you guys have heard. And basically, this podcast is about growing up after university and... When I'm going to Oslo, I have the pressure of getting a job, starting a life, and I obviously moved to Brighton when I was 18, 19, and I feel more pressure moving again this time just because I have another human being with me. We've already had this discussion before, probably in the podcast as well, just feeling how, even though I do not, it's not, I'm not forcing you to do anything, 
but it's more of I have a pressure of actually succeeding rather than if I was by myself. I mean, if you're gonna become my sugar mommy so I can play games and uh, watch anime all day, then you will have to succeed. So I, I get why you're pressured. Thank you, um, thank you. So that is kind of like my side of the story, but how do you feel about moving and just moving to a whole new city? Because what I've understand, understood from you is that you don't, you've not really moved away from the small city you live in. Nah, I moved, uh, uh, when I first, well, I didn't go to university or anything. I'm an electrician, so I started working straight after high school, I guess. And I first moved out into a small apartment, like 500 meters from home. And then I bought an apartment 500 meters from home the other direction. So yeah, I haven't really moved a lot. Yeah, so now you're moving about, I'm not really good at meters or measuring, uh, but we're moving three about... Three and a half hours, four hours. Yes, away from home, away from your friends, away from family, away from everything that you've grown up and known. How does that feel? It's scary and exciting. I don't really like big cities, as you know. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been there for work, and it's horrible there. Uh, at least in the thickest part of the city. But it will probably be different when I don't have to drive a work car around. That is a understandable. Band, yeah. It's called, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just so like putting it out there we're not moving in Oslo we're not moving yeah. within Oslo we're moving about 20 half an hour minute uh, 20 half an hour <laughs> 20 to 30 minutes away <laughs> from hours, yeah. 20, 20 to 30 minutes away from Oslo trying to find a quiet space we're taking our cat Mia with us and it's very important that she has the independent to just the opportunity to go outside whenever she wants without yeah. us worrying that she's in the middle of the city so it is that you're not not forcing you to move directly to the middle of the city but That's true. yes uh that is the situation it's exciting i it's exciting i want to study what's it called take a bachelor take a you want to yeah you want to take a bachelor yeah yeah so within engineering question uh, mark Close enough, I guess. Close I don't know enough. what it's called. I have no idea. No. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Nah, it's cool. It's, it's a whole new part of chapter of our lives, I guess. Yeah, that is true. So. I mean, you know, we progress, we move. Um, I feel like it we're in two even though we're moving into the same we're moving together we're in two different places of our lives because you want to go back to school mm. and i find it funny how it's like i went to school and now i'm done and i'm trying to get a job and now it's your turn so it's kind of like <laughs> a vice versa and i'm excited to see you studying yeah. and going because you've seen me going through all the phases of university as the listeners have known from previous podcasts and obviously you have known because you've been with me in real life mm -hmm. my mental breakdowns my <laughs> exam seasons are you excited for exam seasons well i think you're gonna stress out just watching me not stress out oh yeah that is true because i have never really been one to study i'm disgustingly good at just picking up stuff in in the class and just remembering shit so but um i do not i know. don't know how this university thing i was about to say university 
is not as handheld as high school is. No. Again, I was studying in Brighton or in the UK. It might be different in Norway. That is a factor that we should run into the conversation. However, like university is a lot of yourself learning things you need to discover. But at the same time, I went to a school where I had to discover things. I went to an art performing school where you are doing more of a technical I have no idea how how it works. How it works. But yeah, university is not as this and this and this is what you need to know. You're more of like, this is what you need to know. Try and find out what you need to know to get there, if that makes sense. Mm. But yeah, no, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I am excited. Uh, it's going to be cool. Possibly learning stuff that is actually interesting instead of <laughs> going through the whole curriculum of a bunch of... Uh, Lessons. Uh, fuck. Lessons. Yeah, lessons that don't interest me at all. No, yeah, I get that. So. I get that. Um, high school is more of you get everything and you decide what you want to go into. Well, mine isn't like that. Fair. I took a vocational school. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. So, ever since I was, well, for 10 years I've been doing the same, going the same direction. And it's time to change it up a little, well, kind of same direction, kind I'm of. I'm still using my yeah education and experience, so. So you did find, so basically, um, you're <clears throat> one of the lucky ones to get, to kind of discover that you kind of want to go into this field. Oh, I hate being ele an electrician. This is why I'm taking higher education. No, yeah, but like it's you're still using what you have had in your previous life yeah, that's, that's not previous fair. life that's but fair. previous like <laughs> you've you not know. <laughs> you never know but yeah this is what i mean is that even though you don't like being an electrician it's kind of like moving you in towards a path you kind of want to go to or mm. want to go to i don't know i don't want to speak for you um so kind of like knowing that i kind of it's interesting with this and this and this i can go into this and maybe develop as you're doing now develop what you've learned yeah. to something higher and get a higher education so that is quite cool, quite cool. Um, this is not how I anticipated this podcast going, but you know what? You're welcome. We go with the flow. Okay, so uh, this episode is just going to be, as I say previously, um, it's going to be a little Q&A, putting him to the spot, just picking his brain about everything. It's called Mixed Talk for a reason, and this episode will highlight why it's called mixed talk it is kind of a pun for me and jazz because me and jazz are mixed race people so mixed talk mixed race kind of a pun between us two as well as mixed talk because we can talk about everything and we find everything very very interesting um so this is gonna be a very good mixture of questions and let's see how far they get us so in our previous podcast we've talked about how it is being in a relationship or a long distance relationship, also known, um, I've been in a, well, we've been in a re um, long distance relationship before, while Jasmine is about to go into her long distance relationship and what, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, I might cut this out, but um, one of the reasons that she could not make it to this podcast is because her boyfriend is moving to Tunisia this week and she just has a lot of emotions and she's trying to kind of navigate around them see how she feels and also other work stuff and family stuff that she's dealing with so 
she's also about to go into a long distance relationship. But my question to you, Simon or Seaman, mm-hmm. is, um, or some other people also are very curious about this. I've got a lot of oh. questions about this because um, we've talked about long distance. But how how did it feel for you being in a long distance relationship for approximately three years? I didn't mind it that much. I mean, you did come home like every few months. And you stayed, I mean, uh, the one one period you were home for like half a year. Yeah, that's when COVID hit. Yeah. Wow. Good times. <laughs> Except for the <laughs> insanity you went through, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That was a good time. Um, yeah, you guys... I've been traveling for work a lot also, so... That is true. So, I don't know. I mean, it's been hard at times, which we both know. Yeah. But we got through it. I wouldn't, I, I I don't know if I would recommend it to people. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I mean, it is obviously not the best of situations, but no. you do what you have to do. Yes, because um, in our previous episodes, I feel like I'm just quoting a lot to our previous episodes. I just feel like this is just, I speak so much about our relationship or about us or about you. And it's kind of interesting getting your side of the view because it's been very much my side of the view and how I feel about things. And I find it quite interesting just to like get the listeners to know and also me, even though I feel like I kind of know even because I've been in the situation and we've had this discussion before. I'm guessing one of your... Th- the things you have hated most about it is that I really don't do social media. <laughs> No, this is true, but uh, I feel like it's good because even though I do social media and I do want to work within social media, we talk and that is like the main concept. And again... Is this way you can post your daily life on Snapchat and shit? (laughs) And then you can call me and talk about it for three hours afterwards. That's literally how our relationship goes. If he looked at my social media, we'd not have anything to talk about because I share a lot on social media, especially on my private stories. Um, No filter, unfiltered right there. Um, So every time something happens and the one few times we talk, I just kind of word vomit, I guess. Mm. Not even word, sentence vomit, story vomit. (laughs) I start a story with no end and I get sidetracked so many times. I have no idea how you managed to keep track, I guess, because the sidetracks that I go within my story is immaculate. Well, my bad memories probably helps a lot because you can tell the same story different times. Amazing, amazing. I love that. Um, going back to how you would not recommend a long distance relationship, uh, me and Jasmine have spoken about like, I've managed it and Jasmine has managed it within her long distance relationship within uni, even though they lived about an hour away. So it's not for everyone and it depends on, is it worth it? Is it? I think you have to be very patient. Yes. Um, I feel like trust has a lot to do with it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very much. <laughs> because yeah. I would say I'm the kind of person who I really don't care what you do, if that makes sense, and like vice versa. What a break. What a break. <laughs> All right, going back. Yeah, you don't really care what I do and I don't care what you do. And when I, when I say that, I mean 
it's not that we're constantly telling each other that I'm doing this and this and this today and you're doing that and then that and like who am I meeting and who are you meeting and all that it's more of like mm. so what did you do today oh I did this and this and this oh that sounds nice what did you do today or whatever what did you do this week if we've not we've had a busy week I've had my life he's had his life because we're in a relationship we're not merging lives even though we are but it still does not mean that we're not independent it was very fun when you went on dates oh yeah <laughs> My little datey date. My friends knew it was a date. <laughs> I knew it was a date. She refused to accept it as a date. I, I kind of feel sorry for the boy. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm not gonna out anyone, but there's this person who kept on asking me if um, we could hang out and all that and me being oblivious and I tell I tell Simon everything like I am so oblivious I'm like yeah this happened that happened and this is happening and he's like that is a date and I'm looking at him like no we're just mates listen um but uh I didn't really feel comfortable being alone because I was like well and I do not know where the limit lies where do you say you have a boyfriend because you don't want to be that person who is like oh no I'm in a relationship you can't talk to me I don't want to be that person because I feel like those people are kind of oblivious like not oblivious but obnoxious um, I don't know if that's the right word but mm. yes um, but I also do not want to lead someone on um, thinking that they have a chance when they really do not however um, I ended up um, asking my housemates to join and it became a group thing and everyone <laughs> bullied me or not bullied me but um <laughs> not bullied me um what is it called teased yes, me well you. okay okay I got, got teased yeah, yeah I got teased it was not that rough but yeah uh yeah I'm very obli oblivious when it comes to that sense it's very like oh he's just trying to be nice and also you were allowed to cheat on me with other women as well as you sent me pictures or videos this also helps. You never did it, so that's slightly disappointing, but yes, the option was there. The option was there to cheat with women, you know, um, sexuality, where we at. I feel like that is a little bit too deep right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that going to be cut? Sorry, what? Is that going to be cut? Stay tuned. Stay is that going to be cut? Um, but yeah. Long distance is not as easy, but at the same time, if it you have to kind of bring your world into it, or not your world, but you need to get yourself into a perspective, like is this person worth all that? And if it feels like work, I don't feel like it should feel like work. Mm. I feel like it should be, I want to be with this person and you're with that person, not like, oh, I have to be with this person and feel like you constantly need to work on that relationship if that makes any sense to you. It also helped with my... Uh, I traveled for work, or used to, so I was home for a week or two. Mm. So we could time it so that when you came for visits, I was home. home. Yeah. And when you came around Christmas, we didn't... Uh, we didn't do the travel work for around no, Christmas no, no. because we worked in stores and they didn't, didn't want uh, well they didn't want us in the store right before Christmas because it's a hectic period <laughs> so we got that time off so we could spend 
like around Christmas, almost two months together. No, yeah, we spend, I would say we spend a lot of time together and like COVID did help a lot looking at the bright side. Even though I was home for six months, you were also home for most of the time. We started traveling about some few weeks before I moved uh, back to Brighton after COVID. And when I say after COVID, I mean when COVID kind of chilled down and I had to go back to uni for studies. So like we did have a lot of time together and as you said, we did time it very well. Like before COVID, I could come home for a couple of days for the weekend or even for a week. Um, so yeah, no, it worked really well. It is, it is work. You have to work together and communicate together and kind of have that line open as well as trust that not the other person is going to do things they're not supposed to do. So yeah, if you have uh, even, yeah, you cannot be jealous. No. You cannot be the jealous person. No. It just won't work. I wouldn't say we're a jealous kind of people, no. but healthy jealous, I would well, say. Also because we're faithful people, so we don't have go around making the other person jealous by plotting, obviously <laughs> flirting or, yeah. yeah. I mean, flirting is something, but yeah, there, there is, yeah, there there's is a, line. a line. There's a line. No, yeah, so and yeah. None of us are crossing it, so it's okay. Yeah, I feel like you need to figure it out yourselves. Um, every relationship is unique, and ours is what it is. And we managed three years, and now he's stuck with me for also, the Also, I am way too pretty for her to be unfaithful anyway, so there's nothing <laughs> to worry about. This is true. On he, my part. He is a very pretty boy. Okay, <clears throat> within this relationship question or topic um this is a podcast about mixed race people um when i say about i mean just shedding light about mixed race people and kind of creating a space where mixed race people do feel safe and kind of feel like they belong somewhere because being mixed race is kind of being torn between different races and having to choose one and here it's more of like you are you and you could be a little bit of everything and still be welcomed and don't have to be excluded from anything so do you consider us being a inter interracial relationship do you think that yeah we're in an interracial <laughs> relationship there we go it's obviously uh, i mean uh or i mean it i it has never even crossed my mind to call this an interracial relationship. Why is that? No, I never just thought of it. I mean, fair enough, fair It enough. never popped up in my head. I mean, obviously, I know you're mixed races. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I just... The thought of calling us, like, interracial has never even crossed my mind. That's a funny thought. That's a funny thought. Yeah. After thinking about it, how do you feel about it? I don't, get, I don't care. You don't care. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, within this interracial relationship question, I was just wondering, have, do we have, or have you felt that we have um, cultural different differences? Cultural? Uh, well, some. With this cultural differences, like you say some, have they caused any issues or just because we think because uh, obviously everyone is their own individual and have their own thought process and they will always have that kind of um what is it called differences between each other because 
no one is I'm alike. I can't think of any, but I can't think of any. Can you? I kind of can think of one, but it's not really, it's not really a big issue. Um, and it's not even an issue at the start. It's nothing really. But like how I've been raised is that you have to, every time you go to someone's house as a guest, you need to bring something. And yeah. me like kind of always getting nervous, not always getting nervous, but when I think about it, I'm like, I should have done that. I should have done this. But when I do it, people look at me weird. <laughs> When I like do, I'm like, oh, hi, this is here you go. And they look at me like, why did you get me this? And I'm like, mm. this is because I was brought up. Every time I go to someone's house, you need to bring something. It doesn't have to be big. It can be. Yeah. When you go to dinner. Uh, well, basically, I've seen that in American movies. I Fair. haven't experienced it myself, except you do buy snacks or drink. Yeah. People, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that is one of the, um, especially sometimes when I go to your parents' house. It's kind of like, I know this is not your tradition, mm. but in the back of my head, I'm like, I should have bought a bottle of wine, I should have done this. I should, but I feel like at the same time, if I did that, they'll look at me like, you good? Mm. It would be a little weird, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that is one of the strongest... I mean, it depends on the situation. If it's Obviously. like a fancy dinner, then it's like, okay to bring up. Yeah, yeah. wine but if it's just like going over the coffee it would be weird yeah yeah that is like i feel like that is a dilemma i personally have it's not really an issue it's just a dilemma that i have mm. if it's a very very fancy uh not situation but like occasion yeah, yeah and obviously like birthdays and like fancy that is kind of unwritten rule birthdays yeah, like birthdays and fancy dinners and all that is an yeah, unwritten yeah. rule. But for me, it's an unwritten... Bleh, sorry, word vomit. It's an unwritten rule to just pop up at someone and be like, Hi, here I am. Um, but I feel like because I've lived here for so long, I've kind of integrated myself within this cultural norms. But it's still in the back of my head, mm. if, that, if that makes any sense. Um... Do you think people think about me different because I'm not one of the other? Or like, do you think, uh, let me rephrase this question. Do you think that people think of our relationship, especially me, as like different? Because I know you have some friends who have relationships from mm. other countries or like have a relationship with someone from another country. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like people think about you dating someone from another country? Okay, that was a weird form of a sentence. Uh, yeah, yes it was, but no. I, uh, these are things I really don't think about. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care. No, no, I do know that. So, so, so I haven't really thought of if anyone else cares. Fair. Uh, I mean, yes, one of my friends is together. Well, two of my friends are together with people from Asia. Although I don't know if they grew up there or if they, if they moved to Norway or if they have lived here the whole, their whole life. I have no idea, actually. I mean, I don't know. Fair enough. Um, no, I do get that. It's not something I actually think about. Um, it's nothing that I really popped up into my mind and nothing that I really care about because as long as I'm happy, I really don't care what other people think, if that makes... I need I to mean, stop saying that. But yeah. Yeah. But it's more of 
Um, the reasons why I'm asking this question is just because kind of like putting light into the situation where people do, some people do think, um, I have had a conversation actually with one of your friends, girlfriend, I'm not going to say who, um, on this podcast, but like she has, um, talked to me and told me that people think that she's in that relationship for like the money. She is like she has to be there for not not what is not it's not a green card it's um a, what is it called permanent per, permanent permanent residency people have had those assumptions just because she is from wherever she is from um and have i remember having this deep conversation because i've personally i've never had that within our relationship but i have had like people telling me that i need to go back from where i come from and all that racist racist slang and that is not a part of our relationship but I've had this conversation with her and kind of opened my eyes I was like what do people think about our relationship I don't really because people who know about our relationship know what it is about and people who don't is not really none of my business but that is why that question popped up in my mind because it's some something we've not really talked about I have not yeah but I have never considered it Okay, it's not. Uh, I mean, they, maybe they are talking about it or have thoughts about it, but uh, they have never expressed their feelings to me. Fair so, so I really don't know. I don't think so. Like, I feel like your friends really don't care. Um, mm, my friends don't care. They? No, exactly. Why would they? And but yeah, that's maybe me talking. But I uh, yeah, it seems weird. No, yeah. Also, you've lived in Norway for a long ten, time. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, you act Norwegian, I would say. No, yeah, yeah, I did say that I could do that, but also the person who I was talking about has lived here for longer than I have, and she still gets that kind of attention. I mean... But it is is a weird life. Yeah, but on the other hand, I wouldn't know if people were having these thoughts, because they wouldn't uh, talk to me about it. No, that is true, that is true. But you know what? That is none of our business. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I've opened something that I... I have never considered these <laughs> things. <laughs> wow, I would be such a great reporter. Not a reporter, what is it called? Um, produce... Not producer, host. I'll be a great host. I'll be cracking cases open on uh. TV. Here we go. All right, let us do a 180. Not really a 180, about like a 90 degree change, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, talking about um, interac- interracial. <laughs> so in mixed talk, we have talked about mixed race representation within media. And I feel like I have more of an eye for it just because it's something that I am passionate about, about like, looking at films, most definitely like watching films that have predominantly people of colour in it. And this is something that I kind of now do just naturally because I find it, yeah. But how do you find mixed race representation or people of colour representation within media? What are your thoughts around that? These are things I've never even considered before listening to you talk about your film studies. Yeah. So, I've been starting to notice it, especially in, like, these old sitcoms, like Scrubs and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's few black people. Yeah. There's 
we have, funnily enough, often Asians. Yeah, yeah. In, medi- in these medical professions. Yeah. But, I, but yeah. I feel like that this is my personal take on why a lot of Asian in medical fields, in films, mm. are. is because, like, Asian do have this um, stigma around them about how they're supposed to get straight A's in school and mm. how they get to be doctors and lawyers and all that. And all creds to that. But I feel like that is one of the main reasons that they're playing within that stereotype within mm. media. But sorry, I cut you off. Um, no. no, but... Well, before... I I, I didn't... I, I never gave it any thought. I mean, why would I, I guess? But not, not after you mentioned it, I do, I do, I have noticed it, not, noticed it a bit mm. in some shows, but I don't watch all that much TV. No, you definitely don't. Um, it has been, it has become a be- uh, better, it's become better since in the last 10 years for representation within black community, not black communities, but black people and people of colour, mixed-race people, being represent- represented within media that does not go within their um, racial... What is it called? Um, I just said it. Stereotypes? Yes, that go against the racial stereotypes within that group of people. So it's not a lot of... If it's a black character, it's not like a thug or whatever. And for example, Scrubs... Um, I cannot remember the black guy's name. Turk, there we go. I'm so bad at names. Um, he played a very clownish figure, very... Stereotypical. Yes. Um, and I feel like media has grown far from that and it Mm. has changed within time. And I do, I do like that. And yes, you don't watch a lot I feel like there can be a black person in a scary horror movie without him dying first. (laughs) I think we've gotten there, but like barely. <laughs> barely, barely. Yeah. No, yeah, it's quite interesting but, because... Yeah. Sorry, but... I was about to say, uh, mixed race I haven't thought about. Often hard for me to see see the difference on a screen from no, yeah. someone who's just, who's black. Like, I mean, there's not just black either. I mean, there's different skin tones from all depending on wherever you are in whichever country, you know? So, you are as light-skinned as someone in in what's this called? Air quotes. Air quotes, fully black. That's from, I don't know, somewhere else in Africa where they they have lighter skin tones than in Kenya. No, yeah, no, that definitely, I do agree with that. Mixed mixed race representation is hard to find out. I wouldn't know if they are mixed race, is what I'm trying to say. That is true. Yeah, there are a lot of skin tones, and not everyone that is a light skin is a mixed race person. No. Um, Oh, I don't know if I've said this before in the podcast. I don't even know if I've said this to you. But um, I remember when, you know, like when you're 16, talking to boys and all that... I remember um, texting this person and I've never blocked someone so fast in my whole entire life than that time because we were chatting and he was like, oh, you're too pretty to be just Kenyan. <laughs> and I was like, how would you know? They, they're all light skinned Kenyan people that are not mixed race. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, when he said that, like, you're too pretty to be, I was like, no. <laughs> 
I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. And I was 16 year, years old, I was not really that developed, I'd say I'm not, I'm still developing as a person, but like I wasn't that developed within this case and I just felt like that was so wrong. But yeah, no, um, I find it um, amusing or funny, um, just knowing like how you never notice the things, mm. um, like how black people are being represented within media. And this is not just you, there's so many other people like, I did not really pay much attention to it until late high school days. Mm. Um, that's when I was like, wow, this is a lot of representation. Like, good luck, Charlie, and all that. Um, I don't know what that is. Even. Sorry, that is a Disney sh um, show um, where the best friend was black and was kind of like a comic effect. And mm. also how in, as I say previously in this podcast, um, Ed, Eddie Murphy's films, even though he is the star of the film, he plays this dorky I figure. I don't even know who Eddie Murphy is. <laughs> all right, all right. No, it's all right. Um, I'm sure I would recognize yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I saw would. him, but yeah. I'll show you him later. But yeah, no, Um, it's also, I feel like this is also the same in um, LGBTQ+. Plus uh representation within films they kind of do have that best friend vibes and there's always a film about coming out not just being gay or bi or anything it's just it's about the journey about coming out and that's also very important but why can you just not just be that person and live your life like it's not if that makes sense um yeah. but yeah um any further questions for you? Yes, I do. I would say this is the last question because we're moving up to 40 minutes in this podcast. But what do you feel about being in this podcast? How are your feelings? How did you find it? That's the most difficult question you've asked me so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fun. Um, it's very hard to formulate sentences in English. So that's new. Yeah, no, yeah, I do understand that is hard. Um, it is, it is for me my mother tongue. I would say, uh, cause I've I've spoken it. I've spoke, trying to say I've spoken English my whole life and kind of uh, messing that up, kind of highlights how well I am in languages. But yeah, I've, I've, it is my first language in a way. It is my mother tongue, and I do find it. I can see how it could be difficult. As most Norwegians can. I can read and write English without problems. Much, much problem. No, yeah, yeah. But I never speak it. It's something different, isn't it? Yeah, it's completely different. Uh, it's I can read English fine, hmm. but having to make my own sentences, uh, that, it suddenly gets hard. Yeah, um, I would say that I feel like we do speak a lot of English in our relationship. Mm. Um, but but it's, I speak dumb English. Yes. Um, we've had some comments being like, wait, why are you guys speaking English? I remember mm. um, going in a grocery shop or where I used to work and the cashier asking us, wait, why are you guys speaking English? Uh, and I think I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just, I kind of got sat, sat off because it's just how we are. If I, if I don't get the word in Norwegian, I just say it in English or I formulate a sentence in English or, yeah, it's just, comes so naturally to me and I feel like it's just so normal that when other people ask me that question I'm like wait you don't you don't speak English what <laughs> but yeah I do get that it is hard yeah it's hard but yeah 
and, and I wasn't prepared at all. No, um, I did tell him he didn't. He did not have to prepare because this is just questions about his opinions, where he stands, and just a little bit of a conversation. To be fair, um, mm. nothing really hard and nothing to really Google. No. So, um, I mean, these are topics that, well, I, they, they are they are new to me actually. Yeah. These problems, uh, or yeah. like things you experience I, I I obviously as a white man don't experience this this is why I found it so fascinating I feel like fascinating is the wrong word but I'm gonna stick with it <laughs> um, having you on this podcast is because I've had such a one-sided view on mm. it and it's like um, I'm the kind of person when I dive into something I'm like oh everyone knows this and mm. talking to Jasmine for example she does have the same kind of opinions for me because we do kind of have the same put in life because we're uh, well not put um the same view oh. in life because obviously we did drama and film and we're both mixed race people we're both like in relationship with mm. white men it's just kind of we've, we have a lot of in common where we kind of agree with each other and i find it quite fascinating that you have other ideas and like you have not really put yourself in within this conversation like no. you you ha do have your own interests and you do do your own thing and i do my own thing but i find it quite inter interesting that you have other ideas i know that sounds i don't know how else to formulate that sentence but mostly i just haven't even considered these things and therefore That's... i just don't have a opinion an That's opinion right. i mean uh because, well, it's never struck me that these issues exist. No, yeah, I get that. But, like, views on race, I feel like they're a bit different in the groups I've been in than they are, like, on TV and stuff. No, yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, people, I mean, there are definitely a lot of racists here. Hmm. Uh, here being it, Norway, sorry. Here being Norway yeah. and in Mandal where I live. Yeah. I mean, I work in as, a, as an electrician. Uh, the workplace is filled with middle-aged uh, white men who are, yeah, it is one of the, like, second most uh, racist place in the workforce in Norway. So, yeah, I definitely know it exists, but not really in my age group, of my friends, I mean. No, yeah. So, so, a lot of these issues are issues that I, I personally personally haven't seen because I don't talk. Well, first of all, I am not color a colored person, so I would not experience them because yeah, and I don't hang around with people that say these kinds of things that you experience. So, so like, it's kind of uh, eye opening to hear you speak of these kinds of things like uh, the one class you had for example mm. um, it's difficult for me to see these things happen also because no, yeah. it's not a topic that I burn for like you do <laughs> no yeah no I definitely do agree um, I just find it I just like having this conversation with you just because it's kind of kind of refreshing I'd say having because um, the conversations that I have were definitely within this 
topic is with people who do burn about this topic as I do. Mm. But like having a conversation with you and being like, I've not really, I know it's out there, but I've not seen it or, oh, I know it's out there, um, but I've not experienced it. And kind of having a white man, blue eyed, blonde hair, Mm-hmm. view from it i kind of just find it how just the contrast of we live in the same world we live in the same town we even live in the same house but we do have different um everyday lives not just because we're different gendered but like just different everything and yeah no that's all i have to say about mm. that but i want to say thank you for listening and if you're in norway remember to vote and as i always say if you don't vote, you can't complain because mm. you have not done anything to change about what you're complaining. However, yes, remember to vote. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully next week, Jasmine will be back on track and will be better than ever, I guess. Remember to take care of one another and see you soon. Bye-bye.